It's hard. The space of transformation is hard and it is a journey. And one of the things that I think is really important for people to know is that transformation doesn't happen overnight. It takes one small step and then the next small step and then the next small step. And when we encounter resistance, we create space for it. And I think that's something we don't do nearly enough is just create enough space for the emotion that comes up, the voices that come up that hold us back. Welcome to the Balance Bowley podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm Nikita Thigpen, your host and balance and relationship advisor, partnering with you to change the narrative so we can amplify intimacy within and across your relationships and you can finally have the freedom, flexibility, and confidence to thrive in work life and in love. Well, here we are. We are still in the midst of it, everybody. Have you been excited and just enthralled by all that has come out of season 20? Bold decisions and big rewards. This reminder that every single expert thus far has led us to has been you are the most important person on the list if you are the primary one that is the giver. That is the most important. And be mindful, giving is not all about the financial give, right? It's the energetic give, the protective give, the, sp- the spiritual give, as well as just the love and the joy that emits from you. And you should be primary at giving if you are human and walking this earth. It shouldn't be because you are or are not married, you are or are not in a monogamous relationship, or you, you do or do not have kids, or whatever the case is. It's not about that. It's really about you being a human full of maximum potential to change the world, to be a change agent on this earth. But it starts with you making and executing those bold decisions so you can have bigger rewards, which is why, as always, I get the privilege and opportunity to be honored by the presence. Look at all these explicitives that I'm giving right now without curse words, right? I get the honor and privilege to be amongst such amazing, incredible beings. And today is no less. I would like you all to welcome Jamie Shapiro. She is an amazing and incredible being, a leading authority on connecting wellness with performance. You know, she's talking our talk, right? Like, as well as walking it, which she will get to in a little bit. Jamie has amazing experience with dealing with what we all understand. The whole reason that we created the Balanced Bully podcast was for those who were dealing with burnout. And this is exactly where she's coming from. She came from the corporate world. She understands the incredible pressure we face in our lives and the difficulty in staying connected to professional and personal goals when you're inside those demanding environments. So what did Jamie do? She left the corporate world with a mission to make changes for people and organizations. Taking her brilliance, she had a vision to bring a new form of holistic coaching to people in the business world. So her company, Connected EC, helps people develop a keen awareness of how both their health and their mindset have an effect on their capacity to reliably tap into their capabilities. I am excited, thrilled, and honored. Jamie, welcome to the Balanced Bully Podcast. How are you today? I'm wonderful, and thank you for that beautiful introduction. I am just so thrilled to be here today. You're welcome. I'm excited to have you. Align minds, mama. Like, oh, yes. Being in the same space, it's such good energy. I would love for you to share with everyone just a little bit about the type of work that you do under Connected EC so they can see, you know, from that professional lens, like how you're showing up in the world. 
Absolutely. So at Connected AC is dedicated to leadership development and we do it a little bit differently. So we integrate well-being into everything we do around leadership performance and development, meaning we coach the full body. So traditionally executive coaching is what I call in between the ears coaching. Mm -hmm. We're really focused on what's going on in our minds and what we really firmly believe at Connected EC is it's an integration of the full body that leads us to our potential. And that means taking care of the full self. And I love what you said, we can't serve if we don't give to ourselves first. And that is our foundation in leadership is you can't serve from an empty vessel. We wanna make sure our leaders are totally full, energetically, mind, body, heart, and spirit in order to give at their maximum capacity. So we're an executive coaching firm, but we do it a little bit differently. Yeah, no, I love different. I applaud different on every element uh, because, you know, that's that's what I think this world is calling for now. And I think that that is unfortunately the, you know, the kind of shadow side of the, the blessing of what's happened with the pandemic that we're all, you know, trying to regain some sort of normalcy from is yeah. the blessing in it is the reminder that we don't have to do what was normal. Normal yeah. is no longer necessary. And we get to to be different and create different and experience different if we're willing to to be open to it. Right. And I know that that's probably, you know, one coach to another. I know that that's a challenge that you probably experience with some of your new clients is the, their willingness to be coached. Yes, it's always hard. I mean, anytime we're moving outside of our comfort zone, which we have to do in the space of growth, it's hard. We, we pass through that fear zone. And if we can see that fear zone and know what it looks like to get to the other side, then we're a little bit more willing to get into that transformative space. Yeah, no, a thousand percent. Well, you have a new book and I do not want to wait to the end of the show oh. to talk about it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. You yeah. know, I'm super excited about this book, right? Oh. Um, and just the fact that you were, you know, brave and bold enough to do it because so many of us sit on, you know, what needs to be shared with other people for so long. And I'm, I'm grateful that you created something that so many people will have access to. So thank you for that. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. And, um, I, I will tell you the truth of writing this book is that I got in my own way for two years before I actually wrote it. I had a story in my own head and talking about that fear zone that I wasn't a writer, that I was a speaker, but I wasn't a writer and growing up. Um, so I'm a dyslexic. So that was something that always held me back as far as stepping into my possibility of being a writer. And I had a phenomenal coach that just helped me get out of my own way. And once I did that, the book poured out of me and it was a truly joy joyful experience. Mm, so tell everyone about this bold decision that you did when you created this book. Tell more about the book. I want to know. <laughs> oh, thank you. So the book is called Brilliant. And it's about being a leader who shines brightly without burning out. And it's all about the connections between leadership and well-being. And it's got a really rich tool set in it so that it's giving information, but it's also giving you the tools to make those changes that help you lead from your greatest potential. And brilliant is really about the energetic brilliance, not the intellectual brilliance. And that's why I named it brilliant, so that we could stop thinking about leadership as only an intellectual experience and recognize that it's truly a full body experience. 
Absolutely. And what made you decide to really lean into the energetic brilliance versus, you know, defaulting to what you easily could have, you know, based on your background and your expertise, you could have fell all the way into the intellectual side of it. What made you decide to really, you know, make sure that this was the core message that people could take away? I honestly think it came from my experience in the corporate world. Um, I loved leadership always. I loved being in corporate America, but I found myself continually sacrificing myself in order to reach that business goal or um, reach the next thing or the next opportunity. And through that process, I found that there were so many moments in my career where I lost myself. I lost my connection to self. I was giving from a place of burnout versus a a place of abundance. And it impacted who I was, not only um, professionally, but honestly, personally. And so I knew that when I left corporate America, it was important to focus on how we as leaders fill ourselves up, how we focus on self-leadership first. And self-leadership is, to me, about how do we replenish? How do we refuel? How do we have enough in our own cup in order to give? And so to me, it was all around energetic brilliance and shining as brightly as we possibly could as human beings, personally and professionally. And that, to me, is what creates inspiration and visionary leadership. No, absolutely. I love every part about it. And once you have an opportunity to read Selfish, because I'm going to send you a copy, you will see just how aligned we are. It's a little spooky, actually. Oh, I love it. It's a little spooky and multiple, multiple layers. But I, you know, this is about you. I do not want to flip this around. So staying focused on it, I want to know, you know, how did how did this show up for you when while you were writing the book? Because I often find like we we're experiencing a lot of the lessons that we teach, you know, so we can mm-hmm. fully, you know, live the life that we teach to other people. We typically have experienced at least some version of the pain that they have also experienced that they're, you know, trying to grow from, right? Absolutely. And this book was honestly in my head and something I wanted to do for a while. And I had to get way outside of my comfort zone and I had to believe in myself more than I ever have in my life. And I asked that of my clients every single day to grow, to change, to really think about how they can show up as their best self. And for me, it it was like taking my own medicine, writing this book, because Mm -hmm. every day I had to show up with courage And that's what I ask of the people I work with. And they show up so beautifully and take on challenge after challenge and growth opportunity after growth opportunity and expand their range as human beings. And so writing this book for me was was that. It was expanding my range as a person. And once I found the right person to support my journey um, and the right publisher, honestly, it, it was joyful, but it took getting out of my own way yeah, and not believing that self-critical voice, that saboteur voice that was saying, you can't do this. You can't write. You, this is not, you need someone to help you write this book. You can't do it on your own. So it, it, I think in so many ways I did have to take all of that teaching and just give it to myself. And luckily I had an incredible support person helping me through that. 
Yeah. And, and to your point, having a support either person or team of people, including your family, you know, for the ones that are not yes. so afraid of your success that they, they try to push you away from it. Right. Cause that, you know, that's the other side <laughs> of, of reality that a lot of entrepreneurs um, face is your family's just scared to death for you. They don't want you to fail, but they're so afraid of you succeeding and in, in, in the light of what changes for them, right? Like what changes for our family dynamic if mommy or daddy becomes really, really successful? Will she be unreachable? Will they still come to our recitals and our soccer games and our lacrosse games and, you know, help us with homework and, and all those kind of things? So sometimes that, that other side of the conversation can come up. Um, but assuming that that's not the case and that, that you know, your, your husband and your kids are, you know, husband and kids, right? Like they're, they're supporting the fact that they want you to be happy because a happy mama. <laughs> oh, a happy, happy mama. Yes. Right? <laughs> it's so true. And I have to tell you, my family was uh, so deeply supportive. I remember after I read my first chapter, I gave it to my husband and I said, you have to read this and tell me if it's really bad. Cause if it's really bad, I'm going to stop writing. <laughs> and he, I was so nervous and insecure and he read it and he said, Jamie, this is you. I can hear you. I can feel you keep writing. And that was what I needed. I needed him to be in my corner and to help me believe that I could do it. And, um, he was a champion for me throughout this entire process. I love that so much. Um, in addition to your professional champions, right? Like your, your publishers, your editors, your, yes. your coaches, um, which I think a lot of us don't necessarily, we don't always put at the forefront. We, we do it as an emergency, right? Like I know the first time that I hired a coach, it was very accidental. Like I had never even, I didn't understand coaching because I'm a clinician. I'm a psychotherapist by background. <laughs> um, so I was like, what? Like, I'm not a sports athlete. Why do I need a coach? You know, like my, my, <laughs> my mind just didn't understand the parallel of it. Um, but switching from being a psych psychotherapist and clinician inside of a system, a healthcare system, and then moving into entrepreneurship and not wanting to open up a private practice as, as my gateway, which would have been the easiest, simplest thing to do. But of course, I'm a rebel, so that's not what I do. I don't do easy or simple. Um, not, not off the bat. That's just, you know, not in my, my DNA. I had to be coached, literally, pun intended, to accept more <laughs> simple <laughs> along the way. But yeah. my first coach was accidental in, in that, you know, she presented as a you know, someone who offered marketing, we had just opened a company, we, we definitely knew that that was a valuable tool to have and to better understand marketing, because obviously, that's not the world that I came from. And in that, I understood the power of mindset coaching, like, what? Like, what? Yeah. what is happening here? Right here? She just flipped that all the way around. Um, and that, you know, kind of opened the, the window, if you will, to this other world. But a lot of us, whether we know about the world existing or not, we don't often move toward that bolder decision of hiring someone like you and bringing us in, not just to say that, oh, you know, we have a coach, but to actually be open and willing to walk out the strategies that you are sharing with us that we're paying you for <laughs> to help us and implement it. And I, I know that that's really difficult. So I'm curious how that shows up for um, not only for you when you had to do it, but also for some of your clients who might be a little bit more resistant. They're like, they're like, oh yeah, I got a coach, Jamie Shapiro. She's amazing. Connected at EC is amazing. And she gave me accountability work and I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, I, 
It's hard. The space of transformation is hard and it is a journey. And one of the things that I think is really important for people to know is that transformation doesn't happen overnight. It Mm -hmm. takes one small step and then the next small step and then the next small step. And that's really how I work with my clients is yes, we, we are going towards something different, but we do it one small step at a time. And when we encounter resistance, we create space for it. And I think that's something we don't do nearly enough is just create enough space for the emotion that comes up, the voices that come up that hold us back and just being curious and empathetic and loving to self in order to move through that. So I think so much of what I do with my clients is create that space and create that partnership to help them move one step at a time and also create the space and compassion for ourselves through the process. And of course, it's hard to grow. Um, That's just what growth is about. It, It is challenging. And on the other side of growth is that great, wonderful potential that we all have. Absolutely. So you said something that literally made me stand up out of my seat. And I was trying, I was trying to be quiet because, you know, I could, I could hear my husband is our editor for the podcast and I can hear him now. Don't make noises. (laughs) While people are talking. Um, Like I could could hear him saying it right now. Um, When you said, you know, creating compassion for ourselves. Yes. Because that is like the ding, 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 like, you know, highlight of everything that people are not allowing into their space right now is yes. compassion for themselves. Oh, Amen. my God. Listen, heard, exactly. Yes. I heard a great phrase someone say, um, and I'm trying to remember who said it because I wish I could give them credit in this moment. But they talked about the idea of radical best friendship to self. Mm. And I love that for so many reasons. One of the things that we do not do enough of is really be our own best friend and to allow the voices in our head to be champions and kind and loving and gentle. And if we had a friend that treated us the way that we often treat ourselves, we would not have that friend in our life anymore. And so I really firmly believe if we can develop that best friendship with self, that we can grow through anything and we can be our own best champions. I salute you. And I thousand, a thousand percent agree with you. If the healthiest relationship that we had in the world was with ourselves, then the world would automatically ripple goodness. Um, period. Yeah. And and I agree with you a thousand percent. It's so essential. And for you being compassionate, you know, ping ponging back to the under the underlining, you know, core of Jamie Shapiro and being a, an author, as well as a speaker, as well as an executive coach, as well as a CEO and owner and founder, right? Like for you, you. you being able to be compassionate with your process of, you know, coming to this place of, you know what? I am a writer. You know, it may, it may not be your primary gift. And I say this a lot. Um, you know, I, I felt the same exact way. Like my, my anointed gift is in my mouth. Put me on a stage, <laughs> and, you know, give me a microphone, right? I'm good to go. 
And, yes. you know, like academic writing for school is one thing. Like, yep, you know, I'm a good academic writer. And if I had to do like really, really short, you know, um, model syllabic poems or something like, yep, yep, that's not a problem. You know, something that's like eight sentences, you know, whatever. But write, like writing an actual book was so far fetched from reality because I did not see that being a gift of mine until I understood that it was a supporting mm-hmm. gift. Um, and I'm not gifted in the same way. Maybe, I don't know, whoever, whatever famous writer you can yes. think of right now, but in that way. And for me, I compared myself to my husband because he, his, his anointing yeah. gift is writing. And, and I was like, Oh, you know, he could say one sentence and he just described like every emotion orgasmically in your body in a sentence. And, oh. and I'm like, uh, no, I, I can't do that. <laughs> Right. Like I I understood it. But when you talked about being compassionate to yourself and just the process that you had to go through and being, you know, unnerved to the point that you would almost give the decision to your husband to say yes or no for continuing. Right. Oh, I relate to that. Absolutely. Absolutely. It it is challenging to stretch that hard and that far and to doubt yourself through the process. and. It, it's, but it's the reality. And, and if we can love ourselves through that and to have some grace for ourselves through that process, what's on the other side of it can be really remarkable. So what kept you going? Like when he said, when your husband said, you know what, babe, this is, this is everything it needs to be. Keep, keep it up. Like finish it. Yeah. Like, let's go. What kept you going in, you know, kind of that midnight or mid morning hour, so to yes. speak when he couldn't be in your air to champion you on, you couldn't get on your publisher or your editor or, you know, or your coach on the phone. Cause it's just, you know, three o'clock in the morning or whatever, yes. uh, you know, just inappropriate timing for, for that. What kept you going in those moments when you were just alone with your thoughts and you had to back yourself into, you know, not the default of telling yourself that you couldn't do it. You know, it for me was, I wanted to share I've been doing this for a decade now, and then my corporate experience on top of that. And I felt like I wanted to share. I wanted to share my experience. I wanted to share the tools that I know have helped so many of my clients. And I think that's what just kept me going is I knew through writing and through sharing these tools and this methodology that I would be able to help people that I never got to speak with. And that's what drove me to write the book in the first place. And that's what drove me in those moments where I stopped believing. And I'm a huge fan of the quote that courage is not the absence of fear. It's having the fear and doing it anyway. Mm-hmm. And I think that knowing if I wrote this book, I would be able to help other people that gave me the courage to keep facing my fear day in and day out to get this book written. Absolutely. We are so aligned. Oh my goodness. I love it. I love it it so much. So Jamie, what do you do when, you know, you're, you've written the book, you've, you've served at your highest self, you know, and now, of course, it's a little bit different. It's it's virtually, but you're still working full time, you know, within Mm -hmm. your business and praise God for that. Right. Because there's so many people who meet you um, and your gifts and your skills and and your experience. And with all, of course, absolutely. And with all that you're doing and then you know you have husband and you have babies you know you have little <laughs> people at home how are you giving yourself permission to pause 
I honestly give myself permission to pause every single day because I believe wisdom is in silence. And so I have a, a very active meditation practice. That is how I start my day every day. Um, I also really love taking care of my physical self. It's a huge outlet for me. So in the mornings, I'm, I'm an early bird. And so that morning time before anybody's awake in my household is my me time. So that's when I work out, I meditate, I have that time just to be with me. And that nourishes me. And that gives me that time to pause because I love, love to give to others. And I know I can't do that unless I give to myself first. So that is honestly how I start every single day of mine is in that silence. And then also in that movement practice that I have. Love it so much. Like you're, you're such a gift. Um, and I love that you're walking your talk more, more than anything that you are living out the experiences that are literally generating and kind of musing you your brilliance energetically right like and being able to help you create stronger better more appropriate more applicable programs uh, for those that you're serving because you're walking it out i really i really value that completely thank you thank you're you welcome so how can people connect with you to learn more about jamie shapiro and connected ec well, you can go to our website. It's just www.connectedec.com. And there's a link to the book there. And there's actually a ton of free resources as well. All the tools I have in the book, I wanted to give to anyone who wanted them. So tons of resources out there. You're amazing. Thank you so much for showing yeah, up you. and showing out for us. <laughs> oh, thank you. It's just such a joy to talk with you and the impact you're having in this world is, it's beautiful. So thank you for including me with your listeners. It means a lot. Oh, thank you. I'm glad I'm, listen, I'm honored the same way you're like, I can't wait to get this book into hands for people that I'll never have the, the privilege to meet. I feel the same way. Like I'm, I'm so grateful. I learned so much from all the experts that show up that are just raw and transparent like yourself, um, as well as professional and good, funny, healthy minded people. It's just so good to be in that space. Even if we can't physically touch, I feel like we're at a virtual kitchen table having a conversation. I couldn't agree more. You're, all, you're so awesome. Balance Boldly listeners. Ooh, was this not amazingness? Jamie Shapiro is incredible. I'm so grateful that she showed up. And of course, as always, I honor you for doing the same, for carving out this time and space in your own schedules, hopefully distraction-free, where you were able to whip out a notebook and really take down some of the nuggets that were being shared by just her sharing her story and, and willing willingness to be honest and open with everyone um every one of you who won't you know necessarily have the opportunity to meet her in person um although you can get even closer if you pick up her book brilliant so make sure you do that all the links that you need are at the bottom of the show notes and of course if you like what you heard make sure that you continue to 
subscribe, rate, and share this podcast to help us ensure that the other ambitiously bold and brave have access to the valuable life, love, and business balance tools that we bring to you on the business, the Balance Bully podcast. Like I can't talk today. It's, it's totally okay because we're organic. Whoop, whoop. Um, if you want to connect with me, you know, guys know that I'm asked. Nikita on everything, IG, Twitter, Facebook, you got it. You can go there. And if you haven't had the opportunity, after you put the brilliant book in your cart, because I am rooting for that book, I'm picking up one myself, make sure that if you already don't have it on your list, put Selfish, Permission to Pause, Live, Love, and Laugh Your Way to Joy, my personal survivor memoir and personal transformation story, in your shopping cart as well. Both of those books are available on Amazon and all the places that you need to go to pick that up. In the interim, I want you to go, create your balance, create your joy, but remember, do it boldly. Thank you for listening. Mm -hmm.